We're back. The Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3. It's our local racing show on Bear Country 95.3. The Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report. Much thanks to our sponsors who make the show possible each and every week. I want to thank the folks over uh, at, at Amherst Trucking. Amherst Trucking, you see them all over when you go to the track on cars out there over at Monadnock and beyond, of course. Uh, also, thanks to the New Salem General Store. I would like to thank the Outlaw Brewing Company of Winchester, New Hampshire, for sponsoring our show this year. Your stomping ground. Oh, yeah? Is that okay? I guess. Carrie's here this morning on Bear Country 95.3. Good morning, Carrie. Hey, how are you? I'm doing fine. Hey, who's on our bear lines this morning? We have Ronnie Williams. Good morning, Ronnie Williams, and congratulations on that win last weekend over at Monadnock. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that was a, a bit of a uh, of a marathon race last Saturday night at Monadnock, huh? It was. Yeah. Ronnie, tell me uh, how you got through that one. Yeah, we kind of started back in the field, too. We started around the 13th, and then uh, we just... We're patient the entire day. We didn't really use up much of our car during the race. And then around lap 60, uh, we started to go and took the lead around lap 75 and really never looked back. There was a caution with uh, one to go, which kind of killed me. But um, we got through that restart, and we were able to bring home the victory. Yeah. And that was your first Monadnock win, right? That was the first time I've ever been to the place, actually. So what? that was uh Yes. Yeah, First time I've ever been to Monadnock. So uh, that was an interesting experience. It was uh, cool to go there. It's an awesome racetrack. And, How um, did you pull that off? <laughs> I've just been busy racing other other things. You could never make it up to Monadnock. So, well, yeah, that's, but but I, the high banks, though, isn't that hard the first time? Yeah, it's. I kind of compared it to a little, like other tracks I've been to. Um, going to Claremont for the first time the week before yeah. or a couple of weeks before that. Um, it kind of drives like that, I would say, and it has a little bit of like river, river head feeling to it down in Long Island, New York. So, yeah. um, and the Costello group, they just brought me a great car and, um, were able to tell me, I, I watched a bunch of video before going to the races. So, uh, just those little things and it paid off. Yeah. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that was the uh, same modified, that Chase, did Chase win with that one, Kerry? Yes. That's what I thought. But okay. that car has a lot of history with drivers. Not just Chase. Correct. Okay, what's going on? So that car kind of reminds me of like musical chairs. <laughs> so when the music stops, you jump in it. So Rowan Pennick's been in it, Chase Dowling, Les Hinckley, now Ronnie's in Less it. Les Hinckley, that's what I was like, thinking yep. And I'm sure there's others. This is like just off the top of my head. Um, plus they have like top notch equipment, like Ronnie already said. So everybody who's been in the car has been successful mm. and by Ronnie's performance last week, you can tell how wicked fast it is and that Ronnie had an incredible strategy, which when he was hanging back, I kind of, cause I watch him every week, sometimes twice a week. Right down in Connecticut. Okay. So I knew that he had a strategy in that um actually i probably shouldn't say this but me and a certain person every week bet on cars 
Yeah, you for, probably shouldn't say that. For a Kona Ice, it's for a Kona Ice, it's not for money. <laughs> and that person picked Ronnie and won, so I'm out three bucks. You're out, you're out of Kona Ice, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, um, besides that, Ronnie's done a ton of stuff. Yep. So, Ronnie, weren't you one of the first people to rent one of the cars from the Rocco fleet? Yeah, back in 2016, I think it was, um, we had a deal with Keith Rocco to run an SK at Thompson. We had strong runs. We finished third in the standings to Ryan Priest and Keith, who actually won the championship. So mm. for yeah. our first time, full-time season at Thompson, we thought that was pretty successful and um, just been in a lot of different cars since then. So when you do that, the rental, does Rocco take care of the car or do they basically just give it to you and you and your crew are in charge of it? No, so we the set uh, up he, and all that. He took care of everything. We, me and my dad would drive to Berlin, yeah. Connecticut, pick up the car before every race, drive it to Thompson. We'd park near each other. Um, and then we would bring it back either that night, depending if it was an early night at Thompson or the next morning. Now that must have been kind of a relief from a family car, I would imagine, is what you started out in. Yeah, I mean, it just takes a lot of the work away. Um, it's kind of like just show up and drive kind of mentality. Uh, but we still had a lot of stuff going on with our family stuff at that time. Yeah. Um, we were working with Stash Petova at that yep. time. And, um, I remember that. We had a good amount of runs, good runs at Stafford and raced down at Waterford a couple times. And then we got into the Will Moffat Tour. And uh, other like Jensen, um, Jensen SK at Thompson the year after. So uh, we were definitely busy. Yeah. And I remember like one of the first years you were running that you had, what was it, like six wins in a season? Six wins, yeah. I remember yep. that year. I think we actually, that was like one of the first times we interviewed you. I remember that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a good year for sure. <laughs> So now you're in the number 50 at Stafford. Yep. Adam Skavoric Rocket. Um, yep. That car also is first class equipment. And guess what? You get the championship with that car. So again, I just want to ask you like, is it less pressure to drive for somebody else as opposed to like you had mentioned less work on your own car? Um, but I also imagine it's pressure in a different sort of way. Yeah, I would say it's it's definitely much more pressure, I would say, um, going there and driving for someone because you always want the best outcome. You always want to give them what these guys worked so hard in the shop for all week. So, um, like I always said, it's, it's more on them doing their stuff in the shop, and I kind of have the easy job going out there and having some fun and going and winning some races for them. So, um they do all the work. They're they're unbelievable. Like I said, the Adam Skavor team last year winning four races, winning the biggest race, the SK five K yep. um, in June and uh ultimately winning the championship was awesome for us and we got a couple more cars over the off season, um, to have some fun with and go compete for more wins and championships. So um all's going well right now. Yeah, when I go to a track I have to remember what track I'm at and what race is on so I know what number to look for. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what does the future hold for you? 
right now we're just doing a lot of stuff with the Adam Skavora. We're doing full-time SK at Stafford, full-time SK at Thompson. Mm. Uh, we're doing the open shows at Stafford, which there's only three of them. And then uh, whatever races don't interfere with Stafford and Thompson, we're going to be running the 25 gear at Casella car. So um, we're running that up at Loudoun next weekend, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it is. And then Seaconk uh, right after on a Wednesday. So uh, wow. it's definitely a busy season. we got two or three races a week. Um, but it's good to have these top-level teams and go to compete for wins everywhere we go. Yeah, you're really, really fortunate because um... – like I said before, both of the teams give you such good equipment that you just make it look so easy. So I'm trying to figure out, I mean, does that mean he comes back to Monadnock? I mean, would you come back for, uh, would there be another MRS race? Because there's two more on the schedule, I think. Yeah, there's a, I know there's one coming up pretty soon. I, I think it's like July 8th. I could be wrong about that date. Yeah, I think um, it's right after um, July 4th, Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll be coming back for there. Sweet. And then, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a tri-track race in Monadnock at the end of September. Yes, there is. September. Yeah. So so there's a couple more times we get to go back to uh, Monadnock and hopefully get a couple more wins there. You know, I, I wanted to go back to the race real quick because, uh, Carrie, remember at the, it was like lap 99, there was a wreck in, in turn one. Uh-huh. And there was a, they dumped a ton of fluid right there. There was a big cleanup that happened. And, uh, and, and Ronnie, I, you know, you had Kirk Alexander um, battling with you on, on that last lap. It, take us through that last lap. I mean, was it a little tricky? Because, like, when you go into turn one, I mean, that's when you're really hitting the gas at Monadnock. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been in uh, those situations before where someone lays down something, especially uh, actually at Bristol one year when we were running the tour car. Um, there was a whole bunch of speedy dry all in three and four, and, at Bristol, you're basically full out throttle. So mm-hmm. um, that was probably the scariest moment. So going into that corner, it wasn't that big of a deal. I just knew hopefully the cleanup crew got it all. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all you're hoping for at this point. You gotta have a lot of trust in the people that um, go out there and do all that stuff. So well, they were out um, there with that big giant leaf blower. Did you see them, Carrie? I saw it. Yeah. At least they have one this year. <laughs> And I heard it, it broke down, though. Yeah, oh, I, think, I think they ran out of gas, but, yeah. but it was like right in time. It was right on the last pass. They were able to get most of that speedy dry up. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm gl- I, I was wondering because, I mean, of all the places, you know, to drop drop oil or, or fluid on that track, like, that's probably like the worst spot right there. Yeah. Who is spotting for you? We have a Jerry Loranger. He, uh, he came over with the 50 team, and uh, last year was my first year working for him, and me and him work pretty well together. I'd say so. Especially with um, a couple of certain cars that felt like they needed to get to the front Boy, at, you- at no cost. <laughs> you, you love to beat around the bush there, don't you, Karen? Well, you know what? It was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rough race. It was a really rough race. But uh, glad that you, you came out on top, right? Yeah, it's... When, there's nothing like winning. So every time we go to a place, we want to win races. And um, especially going to Monadnock, such a cool track, and driving up there is neat as well. So um, I think the only part that sucked about that track was we were parked over by the woods, so we got all the bugs around like five o'clock. Really <laughs> me alive, but no, it was it was an awesome track, and looking forward to go back there. And a little calamine lotion, you'll be just fine. Ah, start a campfire <laughs> next time. That'll keep them away. Maybe that too. Yeah, there we go. Thanks, guys. Up in Winchester, they wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure. <clears throat> Kevin lives in Winchester, so i got to rank on him a little bit. 
Are we all set? I think so. All right. Hey, Ronnie, uh, once again, congratulations on the on the win. You'll see Carrie before you see me again, but uh, we can't wait to uh, see you race again up at Monadnock Speedway, okay? Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. Hope to talk to you soon. All right. We'll Thank be- you so much, Ronnie. We'll be back with more. It's the Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3.